0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of BookCast. I'm your host, Lila, and I haven't been here in a while. If you're new to this podcast, uh, basically we'll be discussing and talking and reviewing all my favorite books, including Harry Potter, Keeper of the Lost Cities, Land of Stories, The Hunger Games, things, books like that. But specifically in today's episode, we will be discussing what powers would Harry Potter characters have in the KLTLC world So, uh, two disclaimers to get away. One, not hating on any of the authors. And two, the spoilers for both series. And I guess three. All my opinions. If you disagree, go write it down in the Q&A section or in your review section if you're listening on our podcasts. Because I would love to hear your opinion. Let's get into it. Okay, let's start with Hermione Granger, uh, the big banger here. I think that Hermione Granger would have the powers of a telepath and a polyglot okay he, this is why one she is super smart can all tell we all know and i feel like she would be really good like in intact with her like brain and thoughts and like she'd be able to reach out like she'd be a really strong telepath but then she'd also be a really good polyglot and I think she, she'd be, like, one of the elves that would have, too, with the polyglot thing. Because polyglot is, in case you didn't know, um, you can speak any language, basically, and it kind of translates. And I think that Hermione is, since, because we can tell her intelligence, I feel like that kind of shows that, like, she is a... Intelligent person like being able to speak any language learning a second language is Very hard I would think I have never learned a second language, but I would assume learning stuff like that is very hard and I applaud anyone that is able to do that But I really do think that she would be a telepath or a polyglot. Okay, so on to our protagonist Harry Potter. I would think that he'd be a telepath for the same reasons as Hermione, he's not as smart as Hermione, but I would think that he would be he 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 is decently smart, I would say um, but the other power that I would like to talk about that I would think he would have would be i think he would be an inflictor because um in the later books, he becomes like when he gets mad he he remember when in that one like scene where he's like trashing Dumbledore's office, like, he's so mad at him, and he just, like, his emotions take control, and I feel like Harry would be an inflictor because of that reason, that he lets his emotions get control of him that- as- so easily, that I think that he could really inflict them on upon other people, ra- rather th- whether they be negative or positive. Okay, so our next character is Ronald Weasley, <laughs> the classic, and... I didn't really... I actually had a really hard time picking out what I would think... Like, what power he would have. I... I kind of just went with... Sunny Path. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about that. Um, just because I feel like Ron is very protective, almost. You know, he has... He is, like... He risks his life for the ones he loves. And I feel like he's very protective. And Sonny Path is, um like, fields, so I think that kind of fits his character pretty well. But I would like to say one thing. I kind of had this headcanon that if Ron was an elf and he was in Kale Tales, he, he would get his power, like, much later, and then Draco would, like, bully him for it, and I kind of have, like, this headcanon going on, because I feel like since he has so many siblings, that's kind of looked down upon in the elf world. Um, And so I would think... That Draco would like make fun of him for one, having twins in his family, two, having many um siblings, and then three, I think I don't think Ron would get a power until like he is way like an, like way after everyone else. But I think one day I'm just like he just realized, oh my gosh, I I can like create force fields out of thin air, oh my gosh. And I think that's that's what would happen. That's my little headcanon. For Hagrid? I said he was talentless, and I know <laughs> that might be... Uh, <laughs> you guys might disagree with me there. I- I'm forgetting the word. I was going to say. I'm ah, forgetting the word. Ah, Okay, well, okay. But I would say he'd be a talentless, because one, Hagrid is looked down upon almost in the wizarding world a little bit. Not by the ones that know him, but others. Like, the purebloods, I feel, sometimes look down on him because he's the cranky and he got expelled from hogwarts so i feel like that would kind of translate into the elf world and he would be a talentless which would mean he would get looked down upon so i think he would be a talentless by the way guys i am so sorry i haven't posted an episode in a while it's because i've been really busy and i've been trying to get my dad <clears throat> he's in the room with me right now so i'm like giving him a look uh I want him to be on an episode, which he will be on after I finish filming this one and it's published. I'm going to be publishing another, so it'll be like two in a day, and you guys can listen. I'm so sorry I haven't been able to post episodes recently. It just hasn't really worked out because I've been waiting for him, and he's been really busy, and I've been really busy, so it hasn't really worked out with our schedules. Okay, our next character is Neville Longbottom, and I feel like Neville would be an empath uh, just because how uh, how like sweet and caring he is. He's... He's a softer character in the beginning. And then, like, in the later books, he starts, like, obviously he killed Snake. But, like, you know, he's part of the reason Voldemort was defeated. But, you know, I feel like he, like Ron, would develop his ability later on in life. Not, like, just after everyone else. And I feel like you can realize he's an empath, which I think would be really funny. Because he is so caring for everyone, I feel like. And I haven't read Harry Potter in a while, so this might be, like, totally off, but that's what I think. I feel like Neville would be an empath. Like I said, my dad is in the room, so um, he just gave me this idea. Another reason Neville would be an empath would be, um, he said because all the horrific things that happened with his parents, he understands the trauma that other people go through, and it would make it so that he understands others' emotions better than others'. And he's also always serving his grandmother. So. And doing all of her. Like with all her wants and needs. And necessities. So I think that is another reason. That Neville would be an empath. Next we have Bellatrix Lestrange. And I think she would be a mesmer. Because she's very <laughs> mad. <laughs> Not like angry. But like mad. Like she's crazy. Like. uh, And I think. Part of like if. Headcanon again. I think if she was an elf, part of the reason she would be like crazy like that, insane, uh, would be like another like scary element to her would be that she's a mesmer, she can control people. Like that would be terrifying, obviously. And I think that would make her such a great character in the elf world in the KL books, if she were in them, and I think that would uh really fit her character because of how like crazy she is and i think that a mesmer like terrorizing people would be crazy and scary and i think that would fit her personality kind of and uh it would fit the voldemort like the voldemort's cause pretty well having bellatrix there and uh yeah so i think she'd be a mesmer i also have two other mesmers i have lord voldemort uh, for obvious reasons, like Bellatrix, that would be terrifying. Seriously terrifying. And I also had Remus Lupin, but I don't think he would use his powers for good. I think he, I mean, bad. I think he'd use them for good. <laughs> I said good. No, I think he would use his powers for good. I don't know what that good may be, but I know he wouldn't use them to harm anybody. Uh, but I feel like because he has that werewolf um like character like that's part of his character in harry potter basically so i think in the elf world there hasn't been talk well maybe there has been but i don't think there's been any like werewolves that have been like human like mortals i guess i don't know but i'm not sure uh so I feel like if he wasn't a werewolf, he would be a mesmer in the elf world, but that might not make sense. I don't know. I forget. I'm forgetting if they've mentioned werewolves in KLTLC, and I don't think they have. And if they haven't, then Lupin wouldn't be a werewolf, I guess, and he would be a mesmer. And I would kind of guess that being a mesmer would kind of turn you into someone being ostracized because, um bellatrix and voldemort are both mesmers in my opinion so if they were mesmers this is a head if they were mesmers in the kale sea world i would guess that being a mesmer would be banned and therefore you'd be talentless and therefore you'd be ostracized if you had that ability and therefore if Remus lupin wasn't a werewolf he would still be ostracized because he'd be a mesmer so that would be my head and i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah Okay, so the next character uh, is Ginny Weasley, and I think she would either have the Belkwiler or the Vanisher power. But that's like an either-or thing. I don't think she would have both. I think she'd be a Vanisher because, one, she reminds me of Bionna. She's giving Biana vibes from KLTLC. She, I, I feel like she would like that ability, and I, I feel like she's really giving off Biana And then also, for the... I don't really know how to pronounce it. It's it's the one uh, with, like, how it, like, influences you with the voice. It's the one I pronounced earlier, but I forget how you... Like, I'm so bad at pronouncing this word. It's, like, Beguiler. Okay, I'll just try my best. Beguiler. That's what we're going with. Beguiler. I don't know. Okay. So, I think my dad actually brought up this point. Because, like I said, he's in the room with me here. He said that, basically, she yells at Ron a lot, kind of. Because, like, when he disagrees with her, she yells at him and, like, says her points and argues. And I think that—and we think that that kind of fits her character trait. That she would be able to, like, not, like, manipulate almost. But, like, I don't think she would use it negatively. But what do I know? It's Ginny here. (laughs) Okay, so the next person is Summeris snape and i said he would be a shade because he's a pretty dark guy and like also if you think about it you remember how he's like he pretended that he was that he was okay he kind of like I don't know okay, I don't know. He like he conned Voldemort into thinking that he was pretending to be on Dumbledore's side and he was really on Voldemort's side, but actually he was still on Dumbledore's side. So really that that was probably really confusing. But basically, if you think about it, I feel like since he can control the shadows, it'd be really easy to hide and like blend in. So I think it would be actually a really um like a nice advantage to being the double agent almost. Uh, like he played, like his role in that whole, uh, but the, the <laughs> sorry, I just had like a brain fart there. His role in the, um, like war was he was the double agent. So basically I think being a shade and being able to hide in the shadows and like sneak around would really help to his advantage. But we found the pronunciation. It's Beguiler. <laughs> and then also, another reason severus snape would be a shade because uh shades can like go into your mind and like talk to you almost and that is what severus snape is able to do too he can also read your mind so that kind of works with the character shades as well okay so our next uh character is albus dumbledore and i think this ability fits perfectly Descrier, he's a descrier. i'm telling you all First reason is there's only one descrier in, like, the whole elf world. And who is the only one that Lord Voldemort is afraid of? <laughs> Dumbledore. Okay, okay, a little tie-in there. Thank kudos to my dad there. Um, but also, descriers like, can sense potential. And that's literally what Dumbledore does anyway. So that is literally the exact power that we have. It's perfect for his character and his character traits. Okay, so our next character is Minerva McGonagall and I think she'd be a voiciferator. Because when she like when she taps on the cup and she's like, attention, attention, please. When she does that, it's literally perfect because she's like she is really like she has a calm demeanor when you when she talks. But when she gets mad, she becomes like stone hard cold. Like she is like a bullet. Like her words are her voice, her tone, and I, I think that fits her character perfectly. Our next character is Draco Malfoy, and I said he'd be a beguiler, uh, because, one, manipulating people with his words literally does, like, take crap and go, for instance. Also, like, it also says when you read the ability, like, when you go to the abilities tab in the Curiosities wiki. It says for beguilers, in order to ensure the ability isn't abused, beguilers have restrictions on when and how they can use their power. Which basically means that if you're like relating this to the wizarding world, he can't beguile Dumbledore or professors like Snape or Hagrid or Minerva McGonagall, like people like that which literally makes perfect sense if you're adding in that power to Hogwarts. Okay, next is Molly Weasley, and I have her for a conjurer, which I think is perfect for her character, because literally, like, it's what she does, basically. Anyway, like, the first time Harry basically goes into the Weasley's house is he sees Molly Weasley... And, like, floating dishes and, like, all of these magical things happening all at once. And I think that kind of plays into The Conjuring sort of thing. Like, that really plays into Molly Weasley's character. Like, she just uses all of her um, resources to the best she can. So, like, with all the chores, she does all the chores in the house. And I feel like with all those kids, having the Conjuring ability would really help her out. And I think it fits her character perfectly. So, I think she'd be a Conjurer. Okay, so we have, this is our last character that we have, Sirius Black, and I have a few different powers that could work with him. I think it's an either-or thing, just like how it was with Genie, like, he's not gonna have three different powers, I think he would only have one. So I think he would either be a power kinetic, because one, it's like a power that you get ostracized for, like, in, and who else is ostracized in the Wizarding World? Sirius Black. Also, didn't, like, the potter's house, like, explode after the curse backfired and, like, yeah, Voldemort disappeared, and then everyone, like, blamed Sirius Black for, like, like, uh, ratting them out, like, ratting out where the potters were living? So, power kinetics burnt down slash exploded house, like, that kind of points to Serious black. Another ability they could have would be a shade because one, no one trusts him in the wizarding world because no one knows his like full story, and that's and shades aren't understood, they aren't trusted either. People really don't trust them, they and I think that would work kind of well with his situation. And then one other would be a vanisher because he's literally all always like hiding from everyone, literally the whole time he's alive and that we know him in this series, he is hiding and reappearing and hiding and reappearing. He's always like there and then he's gone and then he's there and then he's gone and that'd be a way he could escape Azkaban. So I think any of those three powers would really work for his character. Alright guys, I think that concludes my episode. That's all the characters I have. Um, Thank you so much for listening Uh, and just remember to have a great week, a great day and happy reading. Bye!